You're listening to the Beyond Boss Podcast, where we delve into tips and strategies to inspire you in your career, your life, and motherhood. Episode four, staying focused and positive when you don't work a traditional nine to five. I'm Caitlin Thomas, photographer, Beyond Boss creator, and mom of two. And I'm Jess McGunn, lifestyle blogger, content caption creator, and mom of one. Today, we're going to talk about how to avoid falling into that rut of feeling lonely and disconnected when you're not working a traditional nine to five. So let's get started. Let's jump into a conversation about how to stay focused and motivated in your life and business when you do not work a traditional nine to five. This applies to everyone, and it can be really hard, I think, to be motivated and with anything, like taking better care of yourself, um, your skin, teaching your kids. It doesn't have to be related to work necessarily, but really finding ways to stay focused and motivated with your everyday life and routine. Yeah, if you do not have a routine um, as a part of your day-to-day life, so not just in the workplace, um, but just really your day-to-day life, then you're totally missing out because, you know, being a non-traditional lifestyle kind of lady, one day you feel like you're on top of the world and the next day you're like, I'm a total failure. Yeah. I'm a failure. Yeah, I, f- I feel like I definitely struggle with that, especially just starting out with the blog and everything. You know, they're, like, I'll, I'll, I'll post uh, something on my blog and it'll be received really well. And then, you know, the next day I'll check my analytics and <laughs> be like, oh, God, what am I doing with my life? Or, you know, I think it's really easy, though. Shouting into the abyss. Yeah, where you're, you know, it's it's not a traditional work day. It's not a traditional day in general. You know, I stay at home with my son also. So it's it's definitely something that we all sort of need direction and guidance in, I think. And so establishing a routine for yourself, you know, obviously, not obviously, I think a lot of people know that for your children, they need to have some sort of routine, but if children need a routine, why are we thinking that we don't need to be in a routine? That's just crazy talk. So you might be feeling, you know, I have been in business now for, I think, 13 years and I still absolutely have these days where I'm like, I'm just a failure. I'm a loser. Everyone's laughing at me. I don't know what I'm doing. And at that point I know that I need to kind of like check in with what I'm doing and what, you know, how my routine is going. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I know that that idea of like, I should get a real job, quote unquote, whether you're a stay at home mom or you're an entrepreneur or whatever, if you're doing something non-traditional, you might have those moments where you're like, I should just get a real job. Um, you do not need a real quote unquote real job. You need a routine. Um, when you have a nine Mm -hmm. to five, your routine is the way that you get paid. You get paid based on that routine. Why shouldn't we have one for our, again, quote unquote, non-traditional work situation? It's important. It is important. Just because you're not waking up, driving to the office, Doing exactly what everyone tells you to do, yada, 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 uh, does not mean that you don't need to have that kind of set, even loose schedule in your life. So 
Our first suggestion is to set a schedule, daily, weekly, monthly. It can be loose, but you need a routine in your life. You absolutely need a routine in your life. And I think that it's help. it helps you see the things that you are achieving in your day. Again, whether whether you're working from home or not, if you're at home or in a non-traditional lifestyle, um, that routine can really give credence to your self-worth, I think. Absolutely. For me, at least. I don't, you know, that's that's a way that I feel good about myself when I've kind of checked everything off my list. And I'm type A, you know, I'll admit that. Um, Same. But I, I do think that that routine can really, oh, I, you know, I got up at six and I did my journal and I worked out and then I did my Instagram post and... Travis helped Owen with breakfast and, you know, I mean, I could go through my whole day with you, but that's, you know, tedious. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. And so as you know, it's not just, you know, everybody talks about the morning routine, which is incredibly important, but having some sort of routine and flow to your, your all day, every day is important. Um, one of the things that I have found works really well for me, and I know it also works really well for you as far as starting our day and having a morning routine is to eat the same food for breakfast almost every day. I don't know why that's such a good start to my day. It's so important for me. It's so nice. It is. Not waking up and being like, am I going to have cereal? Am I going to have toast? Am I going to... I don't like... I mean, okay, I I like real breakfast. Yeah. Like, if I had a chef that made me... Breakfast. Delicious breakfast every day, we'd be having a completely different conversation yeah, that's not reality it's not reality if you're listening and that's your reality yes girl i love that i love you i want to be your friend invite me over invite me over for your <laughs> chef breakfast but you know for me i need to know that i at least started the day off right yeah. with the breakfast and i don't i am a ter- i'm a cranky per. i'm a cranky pants in the morning so I'm the a fact- morning person we're polar opposites yeah i don't talk to me in the morning talk it's... to me someone can talk to me. look i'm really good at thinking in the morning but i need uh i need to not have anyone be a part of my day it's why travis does mornings with owen and let me just tell you i love you very much you're my best friend but um you're not good at thinking in the morning sometimes you're like you look at me if you come over to my house in the morning and i'm in morning person mode i'm like blah, 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 blah. you look at me like uh, uh what i'm thinking is shut Bleep, bleep, bleep. I can think. I'm just like, like yeah, could you not I can think look t- at me with your bright blue eyes <laughs> and your cute hair yapping in my face? It's fine. Okay, so I get, after I, we you love eat, each other. We love each other very much. After you eat, and this is what, this that's that's a good friendship. After um, you're eating those same foods, and I don't do this all the time, but when I'm on my A game, that's what I'm doing. Um, schedule time in your day to move your body. We did an Instagram live not too long ago, and I actually don't remember which one of those lovely ladies we were speaking to, but someone, I think, in the comment box was like, we talked about this, about the morning routine, and someone in the comment box was like, not for some people like they don't they don't oh, like yeah. that yeah they okay don't. and that's I agree there are some people who don't like that I don't like <laughs> like <laughs> I like at my core I'm not a person who's like I love to get up in the morning and work out it makes me feel great it does make me feel great I love the way that I feel after I absolutely hate waking up to an alarm and getting up and moving my body. Mm-hmm. But guess what? It makes me feel better. So whether you're doing it in the morning or you're doing it at your lunch hour or whatever you're doing, 
make time in your day to move your body a little bit. No excuses, whether it's like stretching or yoga or I don't know, twiddling your thumbs. And let's get like if, if I'm gonna drop some tea over here. Um, we are we are getting older. Yes. And the stretching and the movement will gradually become a necessity for you. Yeah. So. Isn't that one of your grandma's things? Oh, my grandma. She is 93, friends, and she still does her exercises every day. I mean, it's amazing, and it's true. I mean, you never see, when you see articles about people who are everywhere, I'm sorry, I have never read an article about someone who is extremely successful who doesn't move their body. Mm-hmm. I've never read an article about someone who was 110 years old who didn't say, well, I walked almost every day. I mean, there. how many yeah. people do you, you know that aren't moving their body? I'm not talking about for your physical appearance or your physique or looking like yeah. an Instagram model. I'm talking about just getting moving. your heart pumping just a little bit. Yeah, or or own a farm. I mean, yeah. those are your two options. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so true. <laughs> okay, so plan time in your day and your week to check in with your body, with your partner, um, with your kids, with your routine. Review it. Note what is working for you and what is not working for you. Yeah, I think that's important. To those check ins are really important. It's so easy to, especially when you are a routine-based person, to get lost in the routine or get lost in the lack of routine and realize, not realize how off track you are. So say you you have a fantastic routine that's working really well for you and you're doing it and it's great and like all of a sudden you realize like maybe you and your partner start bickering more. Um, you know, maybe it's time and I think before you get to that point it's good to check in, but like especially then sit down, check in with your partner or with your kids or you know if your body's sore and you thought it was working really well for you but you're mm-hmm. really uncomfortable all the time or whatever. Um, but you know, for the example of your partner, check in with your partner and say, "Hey, like this is working really well for me. Is it not is it not working really well for you? You know, is this not?" Yeah. And I think we don't do that. I think we we it, as human beings it's kind of in our nature that if something's working really well for us and we feel really good to like not always really realize that like it's maybe not working really well for the other person or other people in our lives. So I think that's important, especially if your goal is to, you know, like my goal, I really want to have just like a really peaceful, as peaceful as possible with two toddlers, um, household that's, you know, we're communicating well. So it is important for me that when I realize that maybe my husband's like a little bit irritated with me or whatever, for me to be like, Hey, so this, what's going what we're doing right now is working really well for me. It doesn't seem like it's working really well for you. Well, and I think too, that the checking in helps you. Sometimes I think it can be really lonely throughout the day when you're at home working for yourself or staying at home with your kids or, you know, anything related to that. And it's hard. It, it is hard to stay focused and positive. And I think that the checking in, especially with your partner or, you know, your friends and talking to them um, can really help you give whatever kind of thoughts you're having throughout your day or insecurities throughout your business day, etc. Whether it's am I am I like uh I'll talk to Travis related to, you know, staying at home with Owen. Oh, I did I said this to Owen or I did that and I'm a terrible mom. But if I say that, that gives it less power than it like tumbling around in my brain. Same goes for, you know, with the blog. If I have a negative thought about that, sharing sharing those thoughts and ideas and checking in with that type of stuff can add to that keep maintaining that positivity. 
and focus for your day. Not just relating to, you know, keeping your structure for your day, but really trying to stay positive when you don't feel it's not always reward it's not always rewarding and um especially when you're in a season of your life where you're really cultivating things Mm -hmm. again whether that's in a business or it's a project or you're cultivating your children's childhood Mm -hmm. i mean that's it's a work so yes absolutely checking in is so important with yourself and with the people in your life which leads me to connect network Connect, connect, connect. Mm -hmm. You can network with other mamas if you're a stay-at-home mom. Um, You need a group of women to talk to. As women, we, you know, I think we live in a world where now we're being told that it's okay to have emotions. But, I mean, for so long, it's, you know, when you were, like, a kid, it's like, oh, stop crying. Oh, you know. I think it's, we kind of, like, a lot of people have had that idea of being honest about what's going on with us, kind of beaten out of us. So, you know, hopefully not physically, but for some people, physically. Um, We have a Beyond Boss Facebook group where we have been talking, and one of the things that we've been talking about is being vulnerable. So one of the questions that I asked was, you know, what is your biggest fear, honestly? Um, Connecting in a real way with other women, you know, I don't, I don't know that, like, and I don't think, nece- like, men necessarily have the same fears that we have. They don't have... Yeah, they think this, differently. Yeah, they think differently. So, you know, I think it's important to connect with women, um, especially. Like, like-minded. Like-minded women. And the connection also, I think it's important to remember that I really truly believe that it's one of the reasons why we are here. Not to mm-hmm. get all philosophical or whatever, but I think humans are meant to connect I think it's great to work from home or to stay at home with your kid but the connection is imperative like there are studies that show you know when people are connected they're living the happiest fullest lives in a lot of cases so it's important to have that connection and if it's not there I'm going to say, I, th- I really think we should start building it on our own if you have the chutzpah to do so, <laughs> you know. I mean, not everybody's, you know, comfortable saying, oh, I want to start a mom group or whatever, but um, it's something to consider or talk to your best gal friend who's more, you know, vivacious and comfortable in front of people, so. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, we've talked about in our other, another episode um, about cultivating a positive place, you know, social media. So that's one way to do it. But I I really do recommend, I really do, you know, one of my goals for the end of 2019, for my second half of 2019, was to sit down, invite specifically women, but just people in general, to go out to coffee and talk, um, talk business, talk life, just really connect on a human level. I, it is something that I was seriously horrified of. I have avoided networking. I'm just being like, this is the real talk. So I have a podcast right now. I'm talking on a podcast. I created a networking event group thing. I don't, you can ask Jessica, like I, a year ago was like, I hate networking. I'm not (laughs) networking. I don't care. It's stupid. I don't want to talk to people. Yeah. I was missing out deeply. I mean deeply. And I, I honest, I say that with, so, like, every ounce of honest, just vulnerable, I was missing out on so much amazing connection with especially other women. 
not because I was like, ew, I don't like other women, but because I just didn't see the value in it because for, you know, especially in my younger years, I spent so much time around girls who were like mean girls and were not very nice to me. And I didn't, you know, it never until this year never really occurred to me that you could, I could create Mm-hmm. I could make the group of women where I said, like, you come here and be a part of this group if you want to be real and accepting and non-judgmental and fun. And these could still be women who were, like, stylish and cool. And mm-hmm. it could be a group of influencers and stay-at-home moms. And But the the connecting part of that would be that people who wanted to connect with other people. And the connection keeps you focused. It and keeps it, you focused. And it helps you stay positive. And that's, I mean, 100%. Honestly, you have to. You have to. So make connection with people part of your routine in your life. Okay, so here is a little tidbit um, of information that I, that has really stuck with me, even through my years of being like, eh, I hate networking. Um... I read the book Committed by Elizabeth Gilbert, probably it was around the time that I got married, so in 2012, and it's, the entire book is about her um, journey through Asia, um, just to kind of like summarize, um, the point that I really took from it was that she was in the mountains of somewhere with some kind of tribe, and they were talking about how the women in the group rely on each other for pretty much everything. Um, And she was kind of comparing it to our culture where we rely on our spouses to be our lover and our best friend and our closest confidant and our therapist and our this, that, and the other thing. And I think that when we do that, we are truly missing the opportunity to rely on other people in our lives who can uplift us um, and again, in this day and age, like Jess said, where, you know, when you are working from home or you're a stay at home mom, it can be so lonely and it can be so easy to go, okay, so my, my go-to is going to always be to talk to my spouse or to my mom or to my best friend. But specifically, I think so many of us rely on, okay, let me brain dump on my spouse as soon as they walk through the door. If you're working at home or you're home with kids, whatever. Um, so again, creating connection with other people. You know, we talked about it in the other, another episode about, um, you know, your top five people and yeah, your number one is always going to be those people. Um, but you know, for the little things like talking about organizing your kitchen again, my husband doesn't care about that. I don't need to bounce ideas off him for that. Like I can pretty much just tell him how it's going to be. So yeah, you want to check in with your spouse and you want to have them be your, numero uno but do they need to be do we need to like because we're home all day or working you know in some kind of non-traditional setting does that mean that our spouse is now the only person that we talk to about anything because we never leave the house and we don't have girlfriends that we get coffee with before we go into the office and it's so easy to be like oh honey let me tell you everything that's in my brain and if you are even if you're both in a non-traditional work position that's exhausting for the other person it's exhausting for us too but I don't think I don't think there's been so like so many years in my life where I didn't even realize it because I mean that was my reality he was out working out of the house he got to talk to other people but I was like hey so I think it's important to again 
make those connections, find those people in your life. Um, like we talked about in our episode about, um, collaborating with your heart. I think that it's important again to find the people, you know, have the people in your life that are your number ones that we don't go, you know, spouting everything that's on our heart to every person that we meet. That's not what we're talking about when we're talking about like networking and creating a community. But, you know, it's okay to be vulnerable with other people and to find other people that you feel comfortable with. But, I get, you know, you want to find that, like, level of vulnerability that's safe and meaningful to you. Okay. So, we got to find our cheerleaders and purge our naysayers. Oh, yeah. This is important. I think in order to maintain focus and positivity, finding the people that you need that are going to that are going to bring you up and anyone who's you know not nurturing whatever you're doing whether it's staying at home or working from home or starting a new business or starting a blog starting a podcast you want people around you that are that are going to be supportive of what you're trying to achieve um and I think it's important to recognize that there is a difference between people who generally have your back and might think what you are doing is, you know, maybe not a good idea versus actual naysayers. So I'm not saying get rid of people who are challenging you. I mean, I think challenge is an important thing. Oh, or, you know, do you really think it's a good idea to start selling beauty counter and investing money in that? I don't know that that's the best idea for you, but I support you. That's that's a good friend to keep around. Don't get rid of that friend. Yeah, keep that. That friend. is not a naysayer, you know. Or I don't know. Do you really think you have time to be blogging um, since you're at home with your kid and you have a a show that you're in and whatever? You know, again, that's not a naysayer. But someone who's like, um, I don't think I think that's stupid. Or blogs are stupid. Right? No one blogs. Who Blogging blogs? is dying. Or you know, just anything like that. Um, to that I say, bye, Felicia. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, but I think it's important to discern to be discerning about who is a naysayer and who is someone just going to challenge you on a mental and emotional level, the way a real true good friend should. And, um, but if you do have naysayers in your life, you, you've got to figure out ways to have them less active in your day to day. So if it's kind of a, a bit of a toxic friendship or a mom who's like, I only give my kid organic yeah how dare you how dare you get you know aldi was out of (laughs) the organic carrots and you how dare you feed your kid regular carrots i actually don't know that i've ever bought organic baby carrots i'm just thinking i'm the worst sometimes if i'm completely honest about this depending on how i'm feeling that day i'll like look at the price of the organic stuff and i'll go you know what i'm really not i'm not really into paying for this today sorry owen yeah (laughs) enjoy your gmos That's a whole other topic for a whole other day. But you get what I'm saying, though. So you don't want people to shame you or guilt you or make you feel crappy about what whatever it is you're pursuing or doing throughout your day. It doesn't have to be work related. It could just be that you like yoga and you have a friend who is staunchly against yoga. You know, so 
I'm just I'm sort of starting starting to dive down this like this repetitive she's she's ridiculousness this is a passionate it is I I just I think it's important to have your cheerleaders I don't think I also think that it's important to not have an entire group of people that think exactly like you either yes, that you is not a good idea like, that's such a great idea yeah you want is people it? who have a nice balance of like challenging you wanting you to do your best and to achieve things but also being a bit realistic um i also don't want when i say cheerleader i don't want someone who's just like yeah 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 awesome. yeah, yeah yeah no 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 that's no. a bad idea yeah that's not good so Okay, so like we said, this applies to everyone that has a quote-unquote untraditional setup to their life. Um, So like to recap, have a routine in your life. Mm -hmm. Do things that are good for your body Mm -hmm. so that you can take better care of your mind. Um, I highly recommend having some sort of coach. That would be nice. Um, it's, you know, someone who, and whether that's a friend who is doing what you want to be doing or it's an actual business or life coach, there's online options. Mm-hmm. Um, talking to someone to kind of help you with your direction, even if you think you know your direction, some sort yeah. of mentor is extremely important because it's so easy, again, for us to go, hey, honey, I have this great idea. And, you know, Sometimes honey is on the same page as you and sometimes honey had a really long day at work and doesn't really care about your every idea you have. We can't rely on them entirely. I think that they're there. But we need to be mindful. Yeah. And, you know, we also do that with friendships. There are friends that we've had that, you know, are like, you're their sounding board or they are your sounding board. And sometimes it just becomes like, okay, that's too much. I need to talk to somebody else. So... I highly recommend, you know, paying someone, a mentor or a coach or something, um, or having multiple people in your network that are, you know, a mentor type situation Mm -hmm. for you. Um, So taking care of your mind and body. And if we're talking taking care of your mind, look, ladies, get yourself a therapist. Yeah. That's really important for everyone. Um, But if you're on your own a lot, Especially if you're on your own a lot with kids, man. Talk to someone. And there's, there's, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but there are a lot of programs out there if you just ask. I know Staunton Clinic is in Pittsburgh. It's near Bellevue and like Swickley and they do like a charity care program. So it's not if money is an issue for you, which it could be. It has been for me in the past, if I'm completely honest. You know, don't let that deter you. There are programs if you ask the right questions. And yeah, ask the questions, you know, and I think that a lot of, I've had this conversation with a few friends where it was like, well, I'm doing actually totally fine. Like, I don't know, you know, sometimes I'm really like blah, blah, blah. A therapist or again, a mentor or whatever is not just for when you're struggling. Mm -hmm. It's important to sit down with people who are not your direct connection emotionally to, you know, bounce ideas off of them, talk business, talk life, um, and do that check-in with them instead of just your people. So, um, highly recommend doing that. Yeah. Take care of your body. Take care of your mind um, so that you can perform at whatever you're, it is that you're doing. Yeah. Surround um, yourself. Surround yourself with happy, not even, I mean, they don't have to be just, like, happy. Maybe you're a person who thinks happy people just are Just good annoying. supportive people. Yeah. Good people. Maybe you're not into, like, happiness and you just need to find other people who, <laughs> like, are just into being, you know, more, like, gloomy. 
I don't know. Right. And we, you know, the goal, you, the you goal is, is, the goal is to stay focused and positive. And those are the, I think yeah. those are one of, those are the ways that have served me. Absolutely. So. I agree. Thank you guys so much for listening today. Thank if you. If you liked what we had to say, please <laughs> share like and rate our podcast yeah this is so much fun this is fun we we really are hoping you're really enjoying it wait did i find a way to bring my mom into this one yet <gasps> chris chris <laughs> all right thanks so much guys <laughs> february 1st 2020 beyond boss Join us and invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. Whether you are a CEO of your own company, a working professional, or a stay-at-home mom, this space is going to be the perfect place to surround yourself with women who want to improve their lives and improve the lives of women around them. So hop on the show notes, buy your tickets, do not sleep on them because I think they're going to sell out. They are totally going to sell out. They're totally going to sell out. It's going to be a great day, a wonderful experience. Proof. We would love to see you there. And you've got nothing to prove. Nothing. Like, just come. I don't care if you wear your sweatpants. It's good. It's all good. All right. We'll <laughs> see you there. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Beyond Boss Podcast. If you like our show and you want to help us grow, share it with a friend. This is Caitlin. And Jess. Signing off. <laughs> Gosh, it's so corny. But in all seriousness, remember to empower the women around you. There were finger guns. <laughs>